Hello, and welcome to the After Dark version of Adventurous Polyamory, the podcast where we have no shame and will address any aspect of our kinky, polyamorous, one and only, wild and precious life. I'm Rachel Barth, your partner in crime. And today, I would like to spend just a little bit of time talking about health, our personal physical health. It's been coming to my attention a lot lately. You know, I I had a dear friend pass on not that long ago from complications from diabetes. I have a friend who is almost immobilized with chronic inflammatory arthritis. I have another friend, also a client, who is recovering from hip replacement surgery, so they're actually doing better. But the bottom line is, health has been coming to my attention a lot lately. And it's funny to say it since, in theory, we spend so much time hearing about it, but I think it's worthwhile to think about our health as part of our kink and sexual lives. It's not, it's not separate. We tend to compartmentalize these things apart from everyday life. Uh, old school kinksters in particular uh, keep their vanilla lives and their kinky lives completely, completely separate. And this is cool, but you know, it's, it's like, in massage, okay, my day job is I'm a massage therapist. And people come in and they say, oh, I have discomfort on the right side of my back, or oh, it's on, you know, the left hip. And it feels as if that body part is somehow separate from the rest of the body, but of course it isn't, right? Both sides of your back, the muscles are all attached to the same spine both of your hips are part of the same pelvis. And it's the same with your physical health. It feels like it's somewhere else in terms of its like meaning or category in your life, but it's not. It's really not. It's part of your everyday life and it's also part of your sexual and kink life. I think that people run into all kinds of psychological roadblocks when it comes to doing the things they need to do to take care of their health. So I find it helpful to try to turn that perspective around. Right? It's like brat taming, if you will. The brat is you. You may or may not be a brat sexually, but so many of us are brats when it comes to our health. We, we kick and scream. We say, no, I won't. You can't make me. I'd like to see you try. Ha, ha, ha. As if there, as if there was someone out there who was trying to make us do these things. 
And particularly if you are a woman, or particularly if you are full-figured, it's very easy to get that feeling because there is a lot of pressure societally to, to look a certain way. And if you cannot manage to do that, then clearly you're a defective human being for some reason. Now, this is ridiculous. And in fact, one of the things I love about kink is how healing it is for those parts of me. Even though I am no longer slender and probably never will be again, uh, in my kink life, I'm still a sexy woman. And that makes me so happy. But I think it's useful or worthwhile to transfer the locus of authority when it comes to your health. When it comes to health, you have to be your own dom. And if you are acting bratty, it is your problem to solve it. It's important in this situation to keep your eye on why you want to solve the problem. I think that trying to change your well-being for the sake of appearance is the least motivating reason ever. It is the least motivating of all. First of all, my sex life is perfectly good now, so clearly I don't need to lose any weight. And second of all, if you don't think I'm beautiful and sexy the way I am right now, well, fuck you on the horse you rode in on. Get the hell out of here. So appearance is not motivating. However, I do find that ability is motivating. For instance, Isaiah likes to have sex with one or both of my legs stuck up on his shoulders. And the minute you get into that position, you will understand exactly why it's important to maintain hip and leg flexibility. Because otherwise, it's really uncomfortable. I can also tell very easily if something is going on with one of my knees. In that position, the problem with the knee will suddenly become very, very clear. So I feel motivated to do the things I need to do to maintain hip and leg flexibility because I'm extremely, extremely motivated about having good sex. I also take care of my gynecological health for that same reason. I don't want there to be anything wrong with my sweet, sweet pussy. So I go to the pussy doctor. And if I was a person who had a penis, then I would go to my urologist very regularly. Men, this one's for you. There's a multitude of factors that goes into making sure that your boner is in good condition. And a surprisingly large number of those factors are completely in your control. Nobody can stop the hands of time. But are you staying hydrated? Have you done all you could to make sure you don't have high cholesterol? There's nothing wrong with your kidneys or liver? Are you maintaining the best physical health that you can? This is good for blood flow. Right? All of these things work together 
to give you a nice healthy boner and of course as the hands of time continue to tick along there's no shame in using medication I heartily approve of it I even know people who use Viagra and Cialis recreationally and I don't have any problem with that either but Viagra and Cialis should not be your only solution you need to do the work to maintain the physical health of your body, AKA your boner producing machine. And women, it's, we don't have boners, but we still need all of those same things. We need healthy blood flow. We need optimal hydration, especially those of us who might be squirters. If you are a squirter, you need to hydrate. I can tell the difference. If I haven't hydrated, there's going to be nothing coming out. You need to hydrate. You need to stretch. You need to get your STI checks, all of that stuff. But you can't treat it as a chore that someone's trying to make you do. No one's trying to make you do it. You're the one who's making you do it. And you should but you should treat it as something that you want to do, right? I don't, I don't have to maintain leg and hip flexibility. I want to because I want to be able to fuck all night like a freak. Uh, I want to lower my blood pressure for that same reason, because when you're lying on your back with your legs in the air, you will know right away if you have high blood pressure because you'll feel it. You'll feel the pressure. So to me, all these things that we need to do in order to maintain physical health as kinksters are a part of our routine of being ready for play, right? We all know how to get ready for play. You make sure you have all your toys. You make sure everything is sanitized. Maybe you shave and shower, moisturize. I don't know, whatever your routine is. But your physical body is your most important source and toy for play. It is your biggest and best toy. And you have to maintain your toy. It's easy when you're very young, and I include people well into their 30s as being very young, it's easy when you're very young to let this topic fall out of your mind. But by the time you're in your 40s, it'll be back in your mind again. And I don't want to hear you say that you can't do anything about it because you're just getting older and that's just how it is. No, that's, that's not the truth. There's lots of things you can do and you know darn well what they are and you should do them. Now, I say this not just to light a fire under you, but of course to light a fire under myself. I went to see my doctor last week and we went over the results of my annual blood work and it's not really a very pretty picture. 
I actually have high blood sugar, I have high cholesterol, I also have high blood pressure, and the blood pressure in particular is very concerning because, I mean, high blood pressure can be a stroke, high cholesterol could be a heart attack. Now, I'm not concerned that this is going to happen like tomorrow. On the other hand, the first friend I ever knew who died from a heart problem was 51 years old. And I'm 53 now. So the time for being cavalier about these things is really in the past. It is important for me to take it seriously. But again, trying to motivate myself to do these things because I don't want to die, while I truly don't want to die, it's kind of nebulous and far off in the future. I think that doing these health interventions because you don't want to die is ineffective for the same reason that the death penalty does not deter crime. It's too far away in the future. It's not enough immediate gratification. Any good dom can tell you, you need some immediate rewards or you're not going to get results out of your submissive. Submissives need rewards. And when it comes to health, so many of us are truly submissive. We need those rewards. So I am giving myself rewards. I figured out little rewards to give myself every day. Each day that I maintain my diet in particular and my health practices such as going out to get a good walk, I give myself a little reward in the evening. Today I gave myself my reward in the morning, but then I told myself very sternly that if I didn't act right, I was going to have to give it to Jack, my son, instead. And I ain't giving it to that little fucker. He doesn't deserve it, and I do. So I'm staying on my grind. And I ordered myself one of these very fancy scales, which not only tells you your weight, but also your body composition and your level of hydration. And it has an app, and it syncs with all my other apps, and it's a whole big thing. So I'm very optimistic about that. And my doctor gave me three months to solve these problems on my own before she starts running after me with a bottle of statin pills in her hand. And since I will never take statin pills while I am alive on the surface of this earth, I guess I need to get off my ass and solve this problem the way I prefer to. Side rant here. I can't stand it when doctors act like they know nutritional information and then, in fact, they don't know nutritional information. My doctor actually had the unmitigated balls to look me in the eye and tell me to avoid white food. What the fuck, man? This, first of all, this is not advice. It's, it's like a, it's like a cheesy platitude. Keep on the sunny side and avoid white food, right? If you want to tell me to avoid things that have sugar or 
overprocessed carbohydrates in them. Why don't you just tell me that? Avoid overprocessed carbohydrates. How hard was that? Otherwise, you're going to have people going around thinking to themselves that they got fat because they ate too many onions. Like, seriously? It's ridiculous. It, it's ridiculous. And I hate it when I meet medical professionals who are not familiar with the latest research about nutrition, and yet they still want to give me advice about nutrition. Like, I don't, I don't come in your office and try to tell you to use leeches to reduce blood pressure problems, okay? That is outdated medical research, and we don't do that anymore. And I'm also not a doctor. And I don't like it when doctors act like they're nutritionists. You're not a nutritionist. You don't know anything about nutrition. All right, that, sorry, I got really off track there. In spite of all that, I actually love my doctor. She's awesome. She's a no-nonsense doctor. And I like her a lot, but I don't need her help planning a good diet. I know how to do it. And you also know how to do it. And if you don't know how to do it, you know, shoot me an email and I'll send you a paragraph that'll explain it all to you. The bottom line is I'm holding myself accountable. I want to be able to continue having good sex right now and for the entire foreseeable future. So I'm going to do what I need to do to make sure I can do that. And I hope that you are too. Thank you for listening and for supporting this podcast. I appreciate you all so much, and I'll see you back here very soon. If you have any topics that you want to hear about on this podcast or any questions that you would like me to answer, please feel free to get in touch with me here on Patreon or via my Instagram and I will put all the details for contacting me in the show notes. And I love you very much and good night.